episode 154, Our Humanness. Hello, my friends. Thank you so much for being here at the Becoming You Forever podcast. My name is Emily Peterson, and I will be your host. I am a master energy healer and certified neural life coach. I'm a mother of four and a wife of 15 years. I love the beach. I love my feet in the sand and the water and connecting to the earth and all things music and fun and play. I love dance fights with my son where we play and pretend. And you know what? I love using my unique gifts and abilities to help busy women access their inner guidance, confidence, and power to be able to transform their life from the inside out, to finally conquer overwhelm and anxiety, and to feel in control of their lives again, thus becoming the next level version of themselves, becoming you forever. Thanks for being here. Hey guys, so good to be here. It's kind of funny, you'll probably hear in the background a very, very relaxed little one sleeping. You'll probably hear him breathing as I'm talking. So in the background, just allow yourself to feel relaxed as you hear him sleeping. (laughs) Okay, so I want to talk today about being human. Seriously, our humanness and how sometimes we get in this place in our mind, in our life, with our emotions and all of these things because of our human nature where something goes wrong or something is uncomfortable or um, we mess up or we fall short or we don't feel like doing something and we feel lazy, all these different things. And we're having a human experience <laughs> because life is filled with, you know, half good, half bad, a glass half empty, a glass half full. We don't always see everything with a positive eye. We don't always experience everything in our life with joy and light and love and happiness. And the thing is, we're not supposed to have everything feel joyful in our life. And here's what I really want to share is because, especially in the scriptures, we learn that opposition is essential. There's opposition in all things, and it's part of this earthly experience. And we have a choice, we have agency. And other people have their choices, they have their agency also. And there are some things in this life and on this journey that we're not going to like. If I am on a trail, which where I live, we have tons of trails and we also have what are called goat heads or stickers and sticker bushes. Okay. (laughs) And if I'm on a trail and my shoes aren't very thick or I even rub up against the wrong kind of bush, I could get a sticker stuck in me or even in my own backyard, (laughs) my own back porch, I could be walking out to my front porch or my back porch with bare feet and easily step on a sticker. I am not going to step on that sticker and be like, oh, that feels so good. This is so good. I'm so glad that happened. I mean, sarcastically, I might, right? But I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, this was such a joyful experience. I'm so happy for it. Um, Instead, we're going to be like, ow, that hurt. Holy cow. And our brain is going to react in that way of, yeah, 
that was pain, that hurt. I don't want to feel joy about that, right? So there are also things that other people can do. There are people in this world who do terrible things or people who have hurt us personally or collectively as a species, as a human species, as people on this earth. There are people who have done things that we don't want to feel joy about. We're not going to feel joy and happiness because somebody hurt another person or because somebody caused, you know, a war or something. But those are still options for us to not dwell on. Okay. So we don't have to sit there and dwell on how horrible all these things are. I personally don't even watch the news. I don't listen to the news. I barely even get on social media and I'll scroll just for the things that I really am interested in. And I share things that I I need to share and I um, interact with people that I want to interact with. But I purposely stay away from the news. And um, it doesn't mean that I'm trying to be naive about what's happening in the world. But I personally just don't feel the need to actually listen to all of the things that are happening in the world that cause me to feel bad feelings. Because it causes me to think scared, like I'm scared of everything or think that there's so many horrible people out there. But the thing is the news, they literally just want to share what is exciting or what is newsworthy, which is the stuff that's not so normal. The stuff that doesn't happen all the time, but it's a big story. They don't share all the times that people were so kind to other people and made a huge impact and paid it forward and did all these things. And sometimes you will hear those stories, but a lot of the time it's focused on the pain and the hurt and the sorrow and the afflictions of other people and the gangs and other like how people are killing other people or people are causing harm or people are dying from diseases and from COVID and things like that. And even commercials, a lot of commercials, it's about like medications and different things like that. But at the end, if you listen to it, they always have the part where they share, but here's what could happen if, you know, here's some symptoms. If you are showing showing these signs of symptoms, then this and this could happen or um, whatever it is. Like there is going to be the cause and the effect and there's going to be opposition and we don't need to force ourselves to feel joy and happiness in everything. If I feel like I wake up and I just feel like I'm not motivated and I feel like it's going to be a bad day or something. You know, when you wake up mornings like that, where you just feel like not doing anything, not even showing up, then there are times where we give ourselves grace and we give ourselves permission to just kind of take it slower. But also, if we indulge too much in that, we literally can put ourselves into depression and anxiety because the more that our body just sits around and consumes and doesn't do anything active, we don't 
feed and fuel our body with healthy things or exercise or if we don't feed our minds with even positive or helpful or um, interesting things and we don't actually go out and serve or do other things that really, really make that that impact or help us to feel fulfilled and feel happier in our lives, we can be stuck in a place where we are depressed. And I know how that feels. I know that it's hard on those mornings when it's just so hard to wake up and you're just like, all I want to do is sleep. I don't even want to get up. And you don't have, maybe you don't have a physical ailment or anything causing you to want to stay in bed, but mentally it just feels like it's going to be too much or you have nothing to look forward to or you you have too much to do that you don't even want to get up. But I know for myself and I'm hearing more and more people saying the similar things that, you know, if if we at least just get up and we start moving and we do one good thing that's going to help us get to a place of awareness or a place of feeling satisfaction in one way or in another. So if we get ourselves results. So if I wake up in the morning and I brush my teeth, the result is that I have better smelling breath and better feeling mouth that's clean. And and um, if I get up and I exercise, the result is I feel more energy. I feel even more motivated most of the time. And I I feel like I'm able to get through the day and have a better mood. If I wake up and I say my prayers, then I'm activating within me a sense of belonging and a sense of connection with my higher power and um, humility and knowing that this life isn't only about me. It's about, it's about what's what I'm able to do to serve and help others and what God has placed in me to do so much on this earth. And if I study my scriptures or write in my journal or do things like that, then the result is that I'm gaining more confidence in my understanding of God's will for me or getting answers or help or direction or um, knowledge to be able to share with other people. So we don't always know the exact result that we're going to get with everything, But most of the time, if we at least get up and get moving and do one small thing, that will create a result, which will create more confidence, more momentum, and we will have the ability to keep moving forward. So even in this human state, being human can definitely be hard. It can definitely be um, strenuous. It can exert a lot of our energy and it can also be a very emotional experience. And that's why I say that it's it's going to be that opposition in all things. We're going to experience half good, half bad, half hard, half easy, half inspired, half unmotivated and just sitting around, <laughs> half lazy, I guess. And that's part of this human experience. And to overcome parts of that human flesh, natural part of us, it does require a little bit of effort in 
a more spiritual, mental, and emotional way, and even physical by going out and and serving other people, doing different things that get us away from just feeding the the human part of ourselves. So if you know anything about the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, that's the church that I belong to, and I talk a lot about um, whether it's the church or I talk about spirituality and I talk about my beliefs or something, but there is something that we do, and many religions practice this, and even people who aren't religious, they're just spiritual or um, on a journey, even a health journey, is called fasting. So during the time of fasting, we actually set aside the first Sunday of every month to be able to fast as an entire church around the world. People who choose to, of course. And uh, if if you can't physically, there's other things that you can do. But anyway, I'm going to just talk directly about this idea of fasting from food and drink. So when we're fasting, we're literally putting aside those desires, those appetites, and those those first instincts that we have for our human body and the flesh of eating and drinking. And when we are putting that aside, that is actually helping us to refocus our energy and our attention on other things that can help fuel, especially our spirit. So when you're doing like a fast for spiritual reasons, then that's what's going to help you draw nearer to the spirit that is in you, the spirit of God and closer to Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ. And that is something that I actually really love. I love fasting. And a lot of times I don't feel the hunger pains and the hurting of everything in my body when I am really focused on fueling and helping another part of me, which is my spiritual side. And so being human, sometimes it can be hard with this opposition. And sometimes it's hard to put that humanness aside. But just like with when we wake up and we don't feel motivated and everything, when we're fasting and we don't feel like we can do this. And so we just want to indulge in food and drink and not even worry about fasting. It's going back to that when we wake up and we don't want to get up, if we actually get up and we do just one thing, it'll start helping us to create a new sense of momentum in our life. And that starts to change the way the brain reads and receives things and how it's going to respond and how we are gaining control over ourselves. So when when I talked about last week about meditation and about having the mind be in control over the body, this is similar, but we're having our spirit be in control so that we can have strength and courage and inspiration and understanding. And and even it's actually really healthy for the body. It's been um, researched and studied and tested that it's actually really good for the body to go without food and drink for a period of time, even 24 hours. 
I have personally done even like a liquid fast for three days and that just reset my body and it was really good. Anyway, so there's something to be said about putting aside those natural parts of us, that human part of us, and allowing a more spiritual, more inspired side to guide us. And a part of this also just gives us more awareness of where we're at, what we really want to experience in this life, who who do we really turn to for that support, and how God really does give us strength to get through those times, to get through all of the times of our humanness. And the more that we let go of the flesh and the natural part of us, the less control the adversary can have on us as well because we are putting that spiritual side first. And it is hard sometimes to have this human experience and to live from day to day. But this is where doing the work for yourself of being really aware, being really conscious of your thoughts and how you are feeling and how you're reacting and responding in your life and how you want to feel and what you're going to do to finally get that feeling. So here's an example of... um my kids have been missing the bus in the morning and it's been just a struggle to even wake them up and get them going. And so the human part of me gets frustrated and impatient and it's really hard to just stay out of my head because my mind will go to a place of oh, I can't believe they're going to be late. Now I'm going to have to call the school and excuse them and then I'm going to have to take them to school and then it's going to be so much annoying work because now I have to take the baby, bring him and all this stuff, the drama that I create in my own mind because of, that's the human part of me, (laughs) because of the natural things that we automatically do because the brain's saying, okay, this is out of the normal. Uh Uh-oh, what are we going to do now? Like, this, this isn't what we are supposed to be doing and oh no, we're in danger. So then I start to feel that frustration and everything. But really when I step back and just say, it's okay. It's okay if they missed the bus and I have to take them to school. It's okay that I missed my workout group. It's okay that, you know, things are going differently than I had planned or wanted This is just part of this life, this journey. Who do I want to be through this? Am I going to give in to this human part of me and be frustrated and stay in that feeling and that emotion and and that energy of frustration? Or am I going to just still like be me who, who I really want to be and show up with it's okay. I'm, I'm just calm and peaceful and kind and loving or because in that way also I come up with a new solution. So I actually came up with another incentive. I've tried having bribes. I've tried doing all these things. I started disciplining, like taking things away that didn't work, the negative 
part didn't work. Like if you don't make the bus today, then this and this is going to be taken away. That just didn't work. So I, by being more in tune to the spiritual side of me and not just the human side and actually being aware of my thoughts and, and being more focused on what I want to have happen and focused on like consciously focused on a solution instead of the problem. I had a new idea. My son loaded a game on my phone because I told him I wanted him to teach me how to play it because that was a way that we could connect. And it's called Rocket League. (laughs) And so it's just a fun little car hitting the ball into the goals, kind of like soccer, but with cars and something simple. And my other son wanted to play it last night. And I said, okay, I will let you play for five minutes after you're fully ready for bed and, you know, make sure it's half hour before you actually go to bed. So we followed through on that. And I said, and guess what? I'll even let you play before the bus comes tomorrow. If you're fully ready for school, everything, teeth brushed, clothes on, backpack, shoes, everything. And you're sitting by the front door by such and such time before the bus comes, then you can play it until the bus comes. And that got him up and going. He was so excited. He had something to look forward to. And instead of me feeling frustrated and anxious and emoting that onto them, that energy and that frustration that I would usually feel and the scarcity and the urgency of hurry and get up. We're going to be late. Instead of that, it was the excitement of, hey, remember this morning you get to play this game on my phone before the bus comes if you're ready by such and such time. And he was so excited. He got ready. He did his stuff and everybody made the bus and everything went smoothly. And it was I feel like it was only smooth because I set the tone because I chose to work on the scarcity that I had around (laughs) my, my energy and feeling like we weren't going to be able to have everything work out the way I, we wanted. And it doesn't have to be like I'm manipulating the system and it has to work out my way, but to encourage and at least have some kind of incentives that helps, right? So our human part of us wants to give in to the scarcity. It wants to give in to how hard it is. It wants to give in to the drama. It wants to tell all the stories. It wants to create stories that don't even exist, but they just spin in our head and and we take something that somebody else said or did and we pull it out of proportion. So if we just go back to the facts, we go back to what's actually going to help us find the solution. We go back to being more connected to a spiritual side of ourselves, being more aware and in control of our thoughts and our emotions, and not just giving in to the indulgent human part of us, but also giving ourselves grace when we do, right? Because we are human and we need that grace. And I'm so grateful that Christ made it so that I can do all that I can do and do the best that I can and still fall short and he makes up the difference because I would never be able to do it without him. None of us can be perfect without Christ. None of us can do 
everything that we're trying to do as human beings perfectly. We're not going to reach those heights on our own, no matter how hard we try. I can't beat myself up enough to make myself love myself, right? (laughs) But I used to think when I was really, really in my perfectionism, I used to think that I had to do it all myself. I had to prove my worth. I had to prove that I could do everything and I I could do it perfectly. And I was the the trophy wife and I'm the perfect mom and I my house is perfect. Everything is perfect. And what people see is perfect, but that was all pretend. That was all fake. That was me just trying to be superhuman, <laughs> trying to be less of who I was by thinking I could do it on my own instead of realizing and humbling myself enough to allow somebody else to come in and fill in the gap, fill in the rest of what I couldn't do myself. That's what Christ does for me. That's what he does for all of us. But that's what even just not fully giving into our humanness does too. So being more aware of things outside of ourselves and not fully indulging in everything that our mind and our body wants us to indulge in, but being more in control and Allowing ourselves to be human, giving ourselves grace, but knowing that we can overcome some of these things and have somebody who helps us overcome them. I hope you all have a great day, a great week, and we'll chat with you next time. Thanks so much. Thank you for showing up and being part of the Becoming You Forever community. If any of this is valuable to you, I ask that you would share with others. Just go ahead and share the link. And you could also get onto iTunes if you have the opportunity and share a review and leave me a five star because I know that that's how you are. You show up and you just help and serve so many other people. We help one another as we share what is of value to us. And I am so grateful to be here. If you do not have a coach and you are seeking more support and just need more clarity in your life and want more harmony and confidence to thrive and to become that next level version of yourself, I would love to be your coach and I would love to support you however I can. So go ahead and just reach out at www.insightsfromemily.org.